A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for weekend laughter, moments of self-reflection, or a much-needed breath of fresh air. With All Trails Plus, you can plan your next hike, ride, or run with confidence so you can relax and enjoy the journey. All Trails Plus gives you all the info you need in one place so you can make the most of your time outdoors. Quickly discover new trails near you and spend less time driving and more time on the trail with the Distance Away feature. And get immersive trail previews and 3D views so you know what to expect before your first step. Want to go where cell service can't? Download the map to keep your route in hand and never get lost, even offline. You can even get alerts if you take an unexpected turn. There's a trail out there for everyone. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles, brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Question, how do you feel about the pink I think it just it signifies some sort of class. I'm not a pinky up guy. Not a pinky up guy. <clears throat> no. Sometimes mine just kind of raises itself. I don't so know. you hit a certain it, tax bracket, it just automatically just goes exactly. Yeah. You retire, and then all Ex- of a sudden, pinky's I don't even think it's the retirement. I think it's the checks that you <laughs> got during employment. been going up for. While you were employed, that's where the, the checks came from. Yeah, you look a little extra relaxed. <laughs> a little more retirement. Level Told you yesterday, box rec switched you over to inactive, so that's nail in the coffin right there. It's getting more and more real. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting more and more real. The feedback has been like 50 50. Mm-hmm. People were like, great, you know, great career. Congratulations. Other people were like, yo, come on, just give us one more. Kind of yeah. like you said with Andre Ward, but yeah. you're retired. So, uh, all right. So, okay. So, this <clears throat> am I the only boxer that's doing a podcast? I would assume so. I believe so. I or, believe so. Or anything like, well, you know, speaking a lot, especially like post-fight type stuff. You know, I'm like you get, you get post-fight from yeah. fighters and things like that. But week after the fight is like nothing but reflection. Yeah. Win, lose, or draw, that's all my week has been. <laughs> reflection on everything I could have done, everything I should have done, the way the fight ended. Very anticlimactic, I feel, the way the fight ended in the, in a lot of ways. Or at least for me, when I reflect on what I could have done to not be put in that situation, to to have made the fight uh, more competitive, even in my mind where a lot of people were saying the fight was, was definitely competitive. I wanted it to be even more competitive. We're watching some great fights last night, and the only thing I could think of was, quarter two. The only thing I could think of was my fight was supposed to be exciting like this. And I think that the magnitude of my fight, you know, like where we both are and things like that, I think made it exciting. Yeah. But I felt like there was more action last night through the course of like, I don't know, the seven fights that we watched. Now I feel not guilty, but I feel better about having said multiple times, Crawford Porter. Because <laughs> I kept saying going down no, the year. I don't know if you if you recognize, but every time you said it, like I really confirmed <laughs> what you were saying because See the whole night I'm just Damn. that's that's me. Like I'm a, I'm a very reflective person, and then even beyond that, I'm very competitive to the point where I'm like now I'm putting my fight next to the other fights that are happening and the fights that did happen and so on and so forth, and I'm just like 
Damn, <laughs> you know, see, story see time, only, story time. only only one week is full fledged media. He's already criticizing his own fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, you are yeah. that quick. No, as a professional, do you think? Uh, will that stuff, um, you know, make it hard not to come back when you reassess things and second guess? And you know what? I don't think that uh, it's gonna make it hard. Um, I just think it's very, very funny. And y'all know how into movies I am. The movie that really defines kind of where I've been f- literally for the last the last 10 years. Bad Boys 2. I love I love the movie. Will Smith comes in the house. This is after Martin told him he's he's you know putting in his transfer papers. Yeah. He says, So you serious about this transfer thing, huh? Martin looks at him and says, I gotta do what's best for my family. Will says, man, you've been quitting for 10 years. I just thought that was how you handled this shit. I've been, I've been having this shit for 10 years. I, I've, been, I've been quitting, you know, for 10 years and I've been pushing forward. I've been um, looking past whatever negative things were in my way or whatever, whatever I was feeling um, mentally, physically, whatever the case may be. And um, I I knew as I was getting to this point that this was gonna be this was gonna be it. So you know, we say, hey man, uh, any chance we see you back? I'm I'm really gonna I'm gonna say ninety percent no. But on on the other side of that, I will say that that's a big ass ten percent. <laughs> I'm gonna say ninety percent no. And uh, my wife would probably want me to say ninety nine percent. I would also like you to say ninety nine. But you know, I I, I really don't think that. Um, I, I think that I've played my cards right. And I think that even from a, a standpoint of me announcing a retirement, I think that that was done the best way it could have been done as well, you know? So, you know, kind of here we are. I yeah. keep hearing people say, you know, happy retirement, all this kind of stuff. It's like, damn, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> you know, you only, I guess the only read some of us only retire one time yeah. from, from a job that we've done forever. You know what I mean? So, I, also, I Ant, didn't. Ant didn't retire either. No, Ant. Uh, apologies <laughs> from Ant. He. Uh, why the hell would you go out of town for a vac- for for a holiday? Guys, living it, man. It would be, be different if you're going out of town to visit family. family yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, not. I don't. Did he say where he was at? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Exactly, he, you know, he had to get the hood pass from Barack to make uh, sure he was. Oh, good. right, right, right. He's in uh, New York City, baby. Yeah, 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 City, yeah that's right. awesome. And New York is like a big deal for Thanksgiving, right? They do the Thanksgiving yeah. parade. Yeah, the Macy's Day I parade. I was about to say, is it still the Macy's mm-hmm. parade? So yeah, that's where he is. I sent the message. I'm like, yo, you be back, right? And in my mind, he said yeah when he actually said no. So if you miss an ant, it's on him. My voice garbage. I apologize. I failed you. I can try to do some of the things he would do. See if Fimo Lopez need to retire. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That, that's my my exaggerated I'll, version. I'll mix of in ant. a sl- table slap at some point. Yeah. Let, no, let's get to it though, man. I just I thought last night it was, was fantastic. And again, man, I, I that part of me will never go. That that part of me will never be a void where I won't be looking at a fighter or fights wondering or thinking about myself in the ring, you know? So definitely was the case last night. If you didn't know, a lot of fighters win, lose, or draw. We're still thinking about, you know, the, the whole, the whole process even of, of the camp and how the fight played out, so on and so forth. So, you know, even though I am retired, I'm still very much so in, in the fighting mind right now, you know? Yeah. To start on the zone. I was going to close on on yeah, your, you reflecting real quick. Um, 
and I mentioned it earlier with the second guessing, but because of how uh, the fight ended in terms of talk, the talks of your preparation after the fight, mm -hmm. is it going to be hard for you to not say, well, what if I would have had the camp of my life? That, that in particular, is that going to be hard for you to not come back to the ring because of that reason? Yeah, you know, I thought about that a few times. And um, <clears throat> what justifies it for me is how many, not only big fights that I've been in, but hard fights that I've been in. This wasn't the first hard fight for me. This was the first hard fight for me that ended the way that it ended. So this 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 stuff is hard, to say the least. This stuff is hard. And you know, as we get continue on, this 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 being the last fight, we'll have more um more moments when we'll talk about it. And I'm gonna definitely open up about some other things. Um as we go. I don't really wanna keep people, you know to tease. I don't wanna I don't wanna tease people, you know, but I just you know, I I feel Stay like next week. The further we get away from it, I think that people will be able to accept certain things that are said or done about it or whatever. But you know, um, to say the least, this is it's a hard it's a hard sport, and I did for a long time. I gave it my all, you know. So uh, that's what makes it easy to kind of move forward. It's like even in that last one, no, I didn't train the way that I've always trained. But when I can reflect on how I've always trained and understood why I didn't want to. Do the swimming. My dad, one one day, he wanted me to go from doing, I think we did like nine rounds of sparring, 10 rounds of sparring, 24-hour fitness. He wanted me to run on the treadmill. Then he wanted me to swim. And it, like that is, that's been my life. The life has always been you run long distance on the days you spar, but you also swim on the days you spar so that you don't swim the day before you spar so that, you know, your punching ain't what, you know, ain't what you wanted to be. So it's been a heavy workload. But as you can see, it got me where I wanted to go and it, and it, and it got me everything that I got and the way I was able to perform in every fight. You know, I, even if you're looking at that, you say, man, yeah, you were overtraining. Why is your dad overtraining you like that? Look at the, look at, the, the footsteps I mean like Everything we did My dad felt It was all necessary And there was purpose Behind it I feel the same way Feels yeah. like you guys Should just throw one of those Underwater treadmills And spark at the same time <laughs> Right just Get it all, all done Get it at all at once Yeah That's a, that's efficiency it, yeah. did, it did look like You were relieved And happy it was all over the Your career I imagine 30 years Of training and fighting it, it, Watching another, that awful Browns-Lions game You look relieved. Here's another crazy one <laughs> I also felt like I went through a boxing career at that point. <laughs> Here's another crazy one. I, I've only felt relief in two fights. And then I did feel relief in this fight at the post-fight press conference when I made the announcement of my retirement. When the fight with Keith Thurman, when that last bell rang, I was like, whoo. <laughs> and then I saw him put his hands up. I said, I can put my hands up too. I was tired. I went back to the corner and I put my hands down like this. My dad said, sit up, sit up. And I stood up, you know what I mean? Like my dad is always, has always been about body language and stuff like that. And then the other one, Andre Berto, that was one of the like more physical, mm. most physical fights that I've been in. And I remember when I finally stopped him, like I walked and I just stood there on the, I was like, I'm so glad this fight is over. You know, we go through a lot. And I think that everybody, you guys, you guys benefit from what we do. I'm not saying we don't love what we do. I'm just saying it's hard, <laughs> you know, and we all go, we all get there different ways. You know what I mean? So I got there my way, Bud has gotten there the way that he's gotten there. I'm sure it's not the way that I've gotten there. I know Bud personally, so I know he pushes his, his team. 
my team pushes me, you know what I mean? So we're all different and, um, you know, we all hope to get the success. And um, another part of this podcast is going to be trying to help other guys get success, the success that I had and more. You know, I, I never look at any fighter and hope that they were any less successful than me, than, than myself. I want every every young fighter out there to be even more successful than I was. Two two belts. I'm proud of that. I want other fighters to win five, six, seven, whatever their aspirations are. I want them to reach them. Let's go. The zone. <laughs> Start with the zone. Let's do it. Anything notable on the undercard? Well, you know, we was flipping just a little bit. So Fuzili came out to one blood, which was surprising to me, but. Yeah. And lost, which was a little surprising because he yeah. looked really good against um, it was an undefeated British kid he fought yeah, on that um, Haney undercard. Ward. Yeah, he looked really good in that fight. Um, but yeah, lost this fight. Good. <coughs> yeah, I don't think anything other than that notable. Um, yeah, the main IBF champion. I'm sure Shakur would like to fight uh, for that title. Maybe unify. Ogawa. Yeah. yeah. Um, who I did think beat fighters. Farmer. He's strong. Kenichi, yeah. yeah. And I thought he beat strong. Tevin Farmer when he won that belt. A lot mm-hmm. of people felt he got an unjust decision. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought he beat Farmer. I know Farmer would want that rematch. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, these Japanese fighters are, are good fighters. Yeah, yeah. stands there, strong puncher. Yep. Um, main event was wet as we all expected, yeah. obviously. <laughs> what I say? Knockout yeah. in six rounds? How did is you? that what I said? I don't even know how to... How do we even go about this? Because I, I, I think maybe the easiest way is... There's a lot to unpack. ...is to talk about the first round, I think, is a perfect microcosm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because talk about the first Tiafimo round. comes out... <clears throat> honestly, like, nobody I've, I've really seen, like, was complete foot to the pedal. Yeah. Fully chasing them down, trying to knock them out. And then gets dropped. So we're reckless. Yeah. And, and that, I think, is... Deontay Wilder versus Bermain Stavern. In the first round? Yeah. Are you talking about? I know what you're talking about. Do a rematch. I don't remember that in the first round. Well, I just I remember, remember him. When he, when he dropped him and then runs over to him. Uh-huh. That, I, that I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. He dropped him and then literally ran across the ring. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Stepped Did off little, the side and, yeah. and, and folded him. But yeah, th- I think that was just the perfect example for the fight. Tufimo didn't really go out there with a game plan. He just kind of charged him. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do what he wanted to do and just blow him out and got dropped and. Kind of went from there. Yeah, I thought it looked as though he came out and underestimated his opponent. Yeah. Something he didn't do with Lomachenko. He can't, comes in, and, and he, he likes to use the shoulder roll and keep that left hand low, but the way he came in and walked in was very reckless. Yeah. It wasn't defensively responsible. He's a guy who has really good reflexes, so maybe he's thinking, whatever. I, and if he hits me, who cares? This guy isn't going to get my respect. Mm-hmm. He's not going to punch mm-hmm. hard enough to warrant me having to tighten up. Yeah. So immediately the right hand, I didn't know George Cambosis was this sharp. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I had, I studied him. So I knew, I knew he was sharp and I, there was not one surprise for me throughout the entire night. Um, and, but, but we'll do the best we can to stay in this first round. I felt like Cambosis, the, the worst time to go at another fighter, the way that uh, Tio did is in the first round when a fighter is one literally one hundred percent. Your reflex, your reflexes, your stamina, your your eyes, your coordination, everything is at one hundred percent. And it's it's not like a heavyweight. Like heavyweights, you get a fast heavyweight against a slow heavyweight. The fast can come out against the slow guy, and he's the slow guy just can't get out of the way of all that. That right there is that's what is that lightweight against lightweight, mm-hmm. and it's just. His speed is, is for your speed. Yeah. His quickness for your quickness. 
And I think that um, T.O. really wasn't, he thought he was going to be able to touch Cambosis much quicker than he, than he was able to. And uh, and I think the plan backfired on him. Was, I don't think. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's it clear. did. Yeah, it's um, clear the, the plan backfired the, on him. Oh, and then after the first round. Great counter, too. I great think, counter. I think yeah. the conversation in the corner was also kind of indicative of the fight where Tifimo Sr. saying, relax, take your time. Why haven't you finished this guy yet? It's like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I said yesterday, it's like having the angel and the devil on your shoulders where it's like one's like, go faster. <laughs> yeah. The other one's like, well, slow down. Yeah. And, and it, I don't want to say that was a panic, but there just wasn't, there wasn't like a, hey, slow down, do this. It was just, go, come on, knock him out. It was, it was, it was just ill-prepared. I think. Never happened to me as a professional, but as an amateur, I remember one time, first round, I just, stuff just was not clicking. It was the first round amateur fight. My dad gets in the ring and he says, he says, okay, are you done? And I was appalled. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, what you mean am I done? He said, are you, are you done BSing? Okay, this is what you need to do. And he told me what I needed to do. In some ways, he kind of calmed me down out of whatever it was that I was headed towards. And uh, and we and we won the fight. When 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 a fighter does not come out and fight the 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 way you expect them to, the way you train them to, I don't know if they train for that. Sound like by the way he's saying, hey, why get this guy yeah, out of here? Gonna knock him out. Sound like that was how they trained. But yeah. if that didn't work in the first round, and on top of that, you got dropped. Okay, let's let's. The drawing board starts now. Yeah, the drawing board starts now. Let's wipe all that off and let's 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 put the KO at the a little bit further down the line and let's get back to the jab. Let's get back to some feigning and things like that. We could see that whenever To used his jab, it was effective. He would do one jab, land two jabs, land maybe that third one would land, and then after that, Cambosis took it away from him. But Cambosis got into the rhythm of To coming right at him. And once TL settled down and just jab, 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 land, 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 move around some more and set something up. And I just think that, um, I just, you know, I just think maybe, you know, if we're talking preparation, I feel like preparation may have gotten the best of them and them underestimating Cambosis. I knew Cambosis was explosive. I knew that Cambosis uh, would go would try to go punch for punch. The fact, I mean... He he talks about his Spartan blood. That I mean, he's got it takes a lot of pride in that. Yeah. And what we know from the movie Three Hundred, because we don't know much beyond that. At least not me. I don't know if anybody. Yeah. But what we do know is that they don't take steps back. Yeah. They're always willing to fight and go forward. And so you can you can assume that any fight this guy's in in the future, understanding that Spartan blood means at the at the least I'm gonna punch with you. And whatever happens, happens. And we even saw that through the course of the yeah. night where, where Cambosis, I'm like, yo, you should probably move. Take it down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And and he's like, I'm I gotta punch. I have to fight, you know. So. I thought at some point that Spartan blood would would get him in trouble. You said that. I, that's what I thought. Yeah. But I didn't his his defense was really sharp. Everything he boxed the fight of his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, you mentioned Tiafimo got all the stuff that Tio needed to adjust to and start doing, he did from the opening bell. Yeah. He was on his P's and Q's. And yeah. and even though Tio got the jab going later in the fight, he out jabbed Tiafimo yeah. with that beautiful up jab he yeah. was throwing all night from mm-hmm. the hip. Um yeah, and and counter punching was there, and the defense was there, and the movement was there. Um <laughs> I'm having a brain fart now. Was it, was about it, it. But was it kind he, of a perfect thing, storm? 
of like it was a perfect TFMO bad performance. Say that again. Perfect. Storm. <laughs> I believe you love it. Yeah. Perfect storm. <laughs> like To clearly not his best performance or anywhere close yeah. to it. Cambosis really good and performance. He benefited from it. Yeah. Layoff. To weight cut. Like it. It just seemed like everything worked out, and that's what we got. How did you score? I don't think that's making excuses either. Or taking away from Cambosis. I think I it's think fair it was, to diagnose. I think it was it that mostly way. Cambosis. Though, yeah. That that won. Yeah, because he was so much Tio lost it. How'd you score? Uh, 114, 112 Cambosis. Yeah. Could see 115, 111 um, as well. Yeah, and that's, that's how I had it. Love T.O. You made an ass out of yourself after the fight. Sorry. Yeah. Like, it, you didn't win that many rounds. You didn't win. The crowd, said, the crowd booed two, you. Ten rounds to two. Yeah, and I was just like, and I think he's he he's really is a good kid. And, oh, for know, sure. And I don't know if it was just heat of the moment. You get you handed your first loss. Hey, you know what's funny? Because uh, we, we've talked before about how Sav said that my dad says some fighters shouldn't be re, uh, shouldn't be interviewed, interviewed after a fight. Yeah. So in in the ring after my fight, I'm standing there. I'm like, they were taking long to interview me, and I was like, I started thinking. Around, I, was like, I was like, let's just go. <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw that, but we went all the way to the other side of the yeah. ring, and they ran me down, and they and they uh, and 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 and. Um, Bernardo wanted to get the interview. And so I started like talking to myself. So like, yeah, don't say these silly shit. Right. That, that's going to come back on you. Like, just be yourself yeah. and be cool and handle the situation. I do. I think that it's kind of, it speaks for itself. Some fighters just should not interview after fights. You're kind of not in the right frame of mind. T.O., I'm, I'm seeing fake over. You know what I mean? Everybody's going to play on every, they're going to play yeah. on them now. Yeah. And, you know, a part of the takeover for him was I can't leave this ring without letting everybody know that the takeover is still, still here. Happen. But it's just, you know, it really wasn't the time. An interesting parallel for you. I was thinking this yesterday. Sean Porter, Kell Brook. No. Let me, let me paint the picture. <laughs> so you have, you win your belt against Devin. You have this huge performance against Pauly. Blew him out. You were the welterweight Mike Tyson. Right. Greatest fighter <laughs> of all time. Right. Kelbrook, kind of underestimated him, mm-hmm. to be fair. Mm-hmm. Kelbrook, great performance. Mm-hmm. Hand, Overseas. Hands you mm-hmm. your first loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see the parallel now. Yeah. One, one <laughs> I thing. I talk about fighting him. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> and I, I thought he, it looked like he was actually going to pull it out from the fire in the 10th round when he Whoa. dropped Cambosis. Whoa. Um, yeah. Yeah. But one thing Cambosis uh, exposed a little bit with Lopez, uh, technically, you know, technical skills wise is, um, I remember, you know, I picked Lopez to beat Lomachenko because it was a good style matchup. Lomachenko can't fight going backwards. Mm-hmm. It's side to side in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I always, I, I, <laughs> I always thought that T.O. is a more natural counterpuncher. He's better when the guy's coming to him. When he has to go and get you, he got a little, he has a little bit of the problem Canelo had at his age, which is I'm the fat, I, I have speed, I have reflex. I'm the talented fighter. Mm-hmm. So I'm not used to having to sell out yeah. And, and go hunt for my food, mm-hmm. it, it comes to me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the talented guy. Yeah. I could stay where I'm at. Yeah. And, and, and as long as they're in range, yeah. I'm going to win. Yeah. But against these guys who know how strong you are, they're yeah. not just going to come in range with you and yeah. you, he's going to have to go get them. And that's going to be harder as he moves up and wait with taller, longer fighters. Yeah. And, he's, and they're not going to want to exchange with him because you know, he's a strong kid. He's got uh-huh. power in both hands. Uh-huh. So I do think Cambosis... Uh, exploited that a little bit. That's something he's, he's got to work on cutting off the ring yeah. behind that jab. And 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 let's not forget, like, they, I saw explosion from both these dudes. Like, they both were really explosive last night. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget a T.O. Lopez who's prepared and in his right mind 
can close the distance and yep. be very explosive, very one of the most explosive fighters out there. You know what I mean? So you're talking about moving up to 140. I think that I think that he's just got to recalculate some things, yeah. calm himself down, and get back to doing what he what he loves to do, how he loves to do it. I think that this is the one. I think this one is gonna um, definitely gonna hurt his pride, and um, you know I think that he he's he's definitely needs to take some time to uh, to heal from from this loss. I mean it wasn't it 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 was it was a loss, not a not a not an ugly loss yeah. where he got beat down and nothing like that. <laughs> but at the same time, the the way you talk, the way your dad speaks. Yeah. The way the the build up and all of, all of those things, it's kind of like it came crashing down on him, and I think I just think that you know when when he gets back and he, you know, recoups from all this, I think when, once he shows face in the interviews in the next month, I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good if he's honest. I think he's good. If he says, "Hey, I watched it." And I'm like, he's got to be honest. But from what we know, yeah, I don't expect him not to be. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But again, you know what I mean? You 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 talked it up. Yeah. And a lot like you another parallels, Adrian Browner. There were times where where A B just needed mm. to pull back a little yeah. bit from who he's shown us and be who he is, <coughs> and he wasn't able to do that. People showed the Pacquiao Broner interview and said this was pretty oh, wow. much Tiafimo. <laughs> wow. Well, along those lines, there's one thing I worry about um for Brooklyn fighters. Um there's a little bit of a pattern here that's a little troubling because Tyson, Zab, Judah, Riddick, Bo, all undisputed champions before the age of 25 and looked like they were poised to have a really long, great run. And unfortunately, despite their great talent and becoming undisputed, it, it came crashing down a lot sooner than it should have. Even Hector Camacho, who wasn't from Brooklyn, but he's from New York. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, those are four guys there. It's just something... Something you worry about with a boy, really bad. talented guy yeah. from New York. Pay attention to this one. Because they're, you know, they're they're these guys who are seemingly deep thinkers. Yeah. Um oh, and, and yeah. become their own worst enemies. Yeah. And that's what Lopez mm. did to himself in this fight. So mm. um, but with all he's still a generation uh, I'd of call course. a generational talent, mm. crazy talent. Mm -hmm. So I think he he could win a rematch, but it's almost like the cruel irony is you're not gonna get one. And it's funny coming off of not wanting to give Lomachenko his rematch. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bridge that gap. You know what I mean? Because like, like for me, coming up in the game and seeing everything I've seen, I talk to you all the time about how certain regions the fighters fight a certain way, and you can expect this and you can expect that from the certain fighters. The gap there now in that Brooklyn, Bronxville area, uh, area, and you're saying that these guys found great success at early ages, and then kind of. It came crashing down very quickly. Where's the gap there? You know what I mean? And why is that happening to those fighters? You know, we, I don't want to label yeah. T.O. and put him in the box. You know what I mean? But that's now four guys mm -hmm. who are all from the same area, got some great success at an early age. And, you know, the, the record speaks for itself, you know? So the best part about it is uh, it's not over for T.O. And he's got a, he's got a chance to come back and, you know, right your wrongs and things like that. You know, I, to me, I, I think that maybe that's why it's, I think people may think that I, I take losses easy and it's not so much that I take them easy. It's just that really quickly I reflect and I'm like, all right, this is what I need to do to be better. And so I think that if fighters were given more opportunities to be better, 
you'd see them up against another great, young, explosive fighter. And whatever happens, happens. But if they're given that next opportunity to to prove their greatness again, to right their wrongs, or things of that nature, I think that we would see a wave of great young talent getting in the ring with other great young talent. Just move up to 140. Do your thing. Kimbosis, defend your belts at 35. He says he's been um he's been sucking it out. Yeah. You know? And it looked like it. You you he's a big dude. He is. He's a big kid. Yeah. He's a big young kid, 24. And so yeah, it's worth it for him to move up to 140. Yeah. And of course, it's it's also worth it to find a nutritionist, find uh dietitians and Maybe things like that. Maybe bring back Joey Gamash. Yeah, the corner needs to be better. Like corner I, needs to be better. It is what it is. Like, just Joey Gamash was. They said he was like the tactics guy. Mm-hmm. To senior, not a lot of tactics yesterday. A lot of motivation, which sometimes that's what you need. Yeah, but yeah, um, like a little bit of a cautionary tale of what not to do when you get to the top, I guess. And yeah, it is. But you know, Tiafimo and his father are better than what they showed over Saturday night. I think his dad is a good coach. He did scout Lomachenko perfectly prepared him perfectly for that fight. So I don't want to, you know, just. We're not buried one, either. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I, and I know you're not either. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what goes happens going forward. He's still a great talent. Showtime undercard. Well, hold up. What, what about Cam, who should Cambosis fight next? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, we got to, I just, I got to give Does some he love go to, to pay-per-view with Tank? Right does so. he stay on the zone with Devin? Does, does top rank try to throw the bag to get, Lomachenko in Come there or, or, or even <laughs> somehow say, hey, Tio, can you suck down to 35 one more time? Maybe we could throw in the bag and get you a rematch. But oh, I want it to be Lomachenko so bad. <laughs> Question number one. I want Haney to get a shot. I, I, of course. Yeah. Is Cambos is better than you than you thought he was? Yes. Oh, Absolutely. Million percent. A million percent Sorry, better George. than you thought Absol- he was. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I just wasn't that familiar. I mean, he went life and death with a very seasoned Mickey Bay. Child to Cleveland's own, but so. <laughs> split decision with Mickey Bay. Yeah, so I'm like and Lee Selby, and yeah. then and then so the question beyond that is, was this a night for him? Do you do you think this was a night for him? That's why the, this is the biggest night of his career. That's why I think have, it goes back think. to my perfect storm comment because right. mm-hmm. I think it yeah. was hit like Zaitel said, fought the fight of his life. Tio not at his best. He had these weird delays. It, it just. I, I feel like everything the delays all really helped Cambosis. And I love Cambosis saying, hey, for this next fight, come see me in Australia. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like Haney, win. he's better than we thought he was, yeah. but I still think Haney and Davis were licking their lips. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. And, and Shakur even was kind of like, right. I'd like to yeah. <laughs> like the opportunity to win those belts at some point. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I underestimated him for sure. Willie, uh, okay. And then the next, last question for Cambosis Do you think he'll hold on? Do you think he'll sustain? Remember, I talked about Ugas. I said, Ugas, you got to win one. In order for me to look at you as a champion, you got to win one. Do we do we think that he can, he can you know, hold on to these who's, belts? Who's he fighting next? Is yeah, 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 my yeah, answer. yeah. If he fights Tank or Devin Haney, no, he doesn't. Not that, That's not the worst thing, too. Right. Yeah. You're getting generational talents. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if he gets, you know, not a lighter touch, but if he gets maybe a little bit of stay busy fight. After, yeah, seen, huh? yeah. Yeah. I, I like him. I, 100%. I like and I like his skill. I like his talent. I like his uh like his heart. I like, like his heart, his yeah. frame of mind in, in the ring. Loved it. Thought he was good yeah. at thought he was good in the interview when Tio's kind of yeah, doing a little much. Well kind of like, hey. like, 
he, he taught me a lesson once again in boxing. Don't underestimate guys. And also when someone speaks from their chest, really does, really yeah. speaks from their heart, you got to heat it a little bit, mm -hmm. even if they're not going to pull it off. Yeah. It was so obvious that he has such belief in himself mm -hmm. and he, he was prophetic. Yeah. Uh, he was, he did to Tiafimo what Tiafimo did to Lomachenko. He told him exactly what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. He told him, you're not prepared for this fight. Mm -hmm. You're cutting, your weight is off for this fight. You're not yeah. taking it. So you're coming down from a big emotional high. I'm as hungry as they get. You're going to get upset. Yeah. And anytime someone really speaks from their heart like that, yeah. more times than not, not always, yeah. right. they deliver, right. yeah. you right. know, with that conviction. Right. So right. shout out right. to George, man. Absolutely. He's smarter than I thought he was, right. sharper. Right. I knew he was tough. I, I like the corner too. The corner seemed calm, seemed um, seem ready for the moment. Very different. Again, not to <laughs> keep on the Tiafimo senior, but Cambosa's dad, they were delivering instruction in the corner. Hey, do this, do this. It wasn't just a kind of a rah rah. Hey, well, they treated Tio like Godzilla coming into the fight. Yeah, they 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 you know, and and the opposite from Lopez. Yeah, he was saying things like, "When I finish knocking out this idiot." Right. Haney tank that, you know, and, and us media guys, we're, we're, that's all we want to talk about is and, the next and, fight. And again, <laughs> so he, and, and look at the odds. This wasn't just like a few people overlooking it. The odds had him as a massive underdog. So this huge. wasn't like a, we were just like, yeah, I don't really know this guy. Like these didn't. I wrote him off. I was 100% incorrect. <laughs> Sean says now that he scouted him, wasn't surprised, but he was a little quiet last week when we talked about he, it. He but, did mention the Spartan blood that he's a believer. didn't say anything else. I was coming off a fight. I was, uh, that's uh, I, I don't even remember talking about this. I don't remember <laughs> talking about this fight. I swear to God. Hey, swear to God, when we when, when the fight- threw out a Spartan blood and then like- Oh, when the, when the fight was coming off, I was like, I swear I was, I was like, why didn't we preview this last <laughs> We did. Eight times already. That's funny. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I was I was like, why didn't we preview this last week? Unreal. But we do have a great couple. guy too. You know, George, like seems very like humble, very good lost, guy. Lost his grandfather gets he said he didn't get a chance to really grieve yet. So I guess the you know, grieve, but yeah. the not undisputed, but unified. Yeah. 135. But yep, yep. now comes the money. There's pay-per-view money with Tank or yep. the big DAZN money with them. Get it. Get all of it. He's yeah. probably going to want to go home first and, yeah. and get a title defense. Rightfully so. But who knows? And Lou DiBella is promoting him. Nice. So, you know, Lou's going to get that money. Bring Lou back. Yeah. That's my guy. I like Lou. So moving into Showtime, we also have some fights this week that we'll get to. But Showtime, undercard, I thought Gary Antonio Russell lost. I did but, he, too. but he won, so congrats. I thought, he, I thought he lost too. Yeah. Close fight though. Not not a blowout either way, but close fight. Mm -hmm. Um Ray Salim did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Another maybe tougher fight at times than than he maybe anticipated. Mm -hmm. But when you win when you win a fight with a largely Mexican, Mexican American crowd and yeah. you beat a Mexican fighter and they didn't boo you out. The building. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, you did, you did what you I think they also respected the style in which he was fighting. Yeah. They enjoyed it. It was crowd pleasing fight. And man, that you talk about a crowd pleasing fight. That main event, it was almost like they made a deal <sighs> that they were never gonna be outside of arm's length of each other. <laughs> Cause you never really saw times where Fulton did a little bit was on his back foot. Yeah. But Figueroa wasn't just letting him fight off his back foot. That was man. Fight of the year, maybe? Yeah. Gotta I can see there. that. I, I can't. Can Fury that. Wilder just True. ruined it for everybody else. Yeah, set a high <laughs> bar for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Five knockdowns in a heavyweight championship yeah. fight. You're not going to beat it. Um, sorry. The, the action in this fight was, was more sustainable. Was unbelievable. Uh, Brandon Figueroa's gas tank is unreal. Yeah. 
Um, and then on the other side of that, Fulton, uh, cool boy Steph, the way he's able to just weather those storms and and manage to not get wild with yeah. Figaro or not just not just punch with Fig because Fig is punching too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that that was the separation in this fight in terms of scoring was that cool boy Steph, I think his, his punch placement and his punch selection was just slightly better. Well, the selection was better than Brandon Figueroa's, but I think that that the, his 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 landing rate was a little bit was a little bit cleaner, and I think that he you I a lot from a cleaner. judging standpoint, I think that you could see a lot more of it uh, landing uh, for Cool uh, Boy Steph. You know, I I, th- I thought he deserved a victory. Mm-hmm. Oh, close I, I, fight, you know, I thought both guys deserved a victory. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I do know something about boxing. <laughs> you were you were sweating that out. Oh you know, lord! Right I was telling you a day or two. I was yeah. like, Sean, I don't know. Yeah, like we picked Fulton, but I, we were in the group chat, and yeah. I'm like, this kid is coming. Yeah. He is relentless. Yeah, and he was. I I describe him. He's like an avalanche. Like no matter what what's happening, he just keeps rolling downhill, and yeah. you're just like, just Cowboy Steph is biting off his back foot. He's landing nice, you know, counter uppercuts. But he, Figueroa didn't say, whoa, man, I got caught with a clean shot. Yeah. He was like, okay. Yeah. We throw 10 body punches yeah. to match that. But yeah. Close fight. I thought Fulton probably probably edged it out. It was a very close fight. Yeah. That fight was close. I, I, and like I said, I was mad. I was like, please make this a draw because both dudes deserved a victory. Yeah, wouldn't have been you mad at I mean? a draw. I would have been not mad, but I would have been surprised by a Figueroa win slightly. Uh huh. Um, then Figueroa said he, you know, one decidedly, yeah. and the crowd didn't agree with him. I don't think either you were there, but um, no, he, yeah, he it, it was it had a little bit, it had a little shade of uh, Meldrick Taylor Chavez to it, where I'm scoring rounds for Fulton, um, not not quite like Chavez Taylor, where Meldrick's winning every single round, uh-huh. but it's like he's winning rounds, but he's taking more punishment mm-hmm. than than Figueroa is. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, the face of Figueroa might say otherwise. He yeah. would, Figueroa, I felt like, lost this fight because he was never able to bring it from the body up top to the head. To Stephen Fulton's credit, he didn't he didn't let that happen. Yeah, he his his body shots were heavy. He has yeah. heavy hands to the yeah. body. Yeah, um, and and great uppercuts to the body. He really knifes them in there. But yeah. but Fulton just landed by far the cleaner punches to the chin. Yeah. And and I feel like that's what judges are going to look for mm-hmm. is clean head punches over. Body shots, and this he might, did that. This might and, be really stupid. This might be a really stupid opinion by me, but is it possible he needs to throw less punches, Figueroa? Figueroa, just because if you're if you're in these rounds and and Stephen Fulton is clearly landing the cleaner shots, I think the refs see that you're throwing a lot of punches, but you're missing a lot of punches. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe if he the quantity quality right. battle, if he just throws less punches and and is a little more concise, he's gonna fight the way he fights that and. That's the, great, and it's yeah. a good, you know, it was a close fight. Yeah. But um, I just think maybe if he threw less punches, yeah, but was a little more direct with his punches, mm-hmm. it might help him. I thought his biggest issue was uh, Fulton just clinching so well. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was some of the best, you know, clinching is a skill. Yeah, and I thought. That was Kel Brook fight. That was <laughs> nobody better than that. I didn't guy. think it was quite Kel Brookian either. <laughs> who's, the, who's, who's right now off the top best clincher in boxing? Go. Who you got? Floyd was the best. It, it, he really, I mean that. He was good. Um, 
I don't know. That was the best clinching display I'd seen. Fulton, Fulton every man. time got his back off the ropes, wouldn't let him tee off and walked him back to the center. He probably surprised him with his strength a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Gilbrook had Sean in hell with those clinches. <laughs> he had him like Pelican Bay locked up. But that was, uh, yeah, I just think maybe maybe it was the over punching a little bit and a little wild at times. And deep, deep. Sorry to cut oh, you. Come. Do you think um, Brandon Figueroa hurt him a couple of times? Yeah, he did. Absolutely. In the tenth, he hurt him. Not yeah. five or six times, like he said, but he definitely. My dude said, "I, I laughed." I feel like if you asked him I, ten minutes later, how many gone, times you hurt somebody? They asked him ten minutes later, it would have gone up to like fifteen. Uh, he would have been he like, said, "I hurt you five times." I was like, "How do you know?" He definitely hurt him a couple. Five. Times. Like, why did you pick the number and, and five? And Stephen Fulton's been hurt in his career a couple of times. I mean, was it Adam Lopez that stumbled his ass mm-hmm. back to the ropes? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think he was hurt, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't you think said stumbled his ass. Yeah, he he caught him with a <laughs> shot. He stumbled all the way back to the ropes, but that was a uh, was a good fight. If he, I, thank God, he's from Philly. Yeah, that was one of the last reasons why I picked him because I'm like, this. How's he mentally gonna hold up to this pressure? And yeah. I was like, oh, he's from Philly, so yeah, he'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it was it was but, a good performance. And again, I I think best one twenty two pounder in the game. Yeah, kind of similar to Cambosis. I think I think we underestimated. Figueroa going into the Neary fight. I don't think we underestimated him going into this one because I think he, he did what we thought he was going to do. Yeah. But uh, I think he beats a lot of guys at 122. Oh, 22 Figueroa. and 26, he's a problem because his yeah. size. I think at 130 is where he'll plateau a little yeah. bit. He'll start fighting guys. Here's, who, a, here's a good fight you want to hear this one. Navarrete. <laughs> Figueroa and Navarrete at That's 126. A crazy fight. That is the least defensive fight <laughs> in history. I think Navarrete and I don't know who ices him at some point. Do you think Navarrete? Went? I don't know. That's a tough fight. That fight. That I mean, you talk about. They talk about the offense going up in the NFL and basketball. That's that's the equivalent uh-huh, of this. Uh-huh, There's going to be uh-huh, no defense in that uh-huh. fight. It's going to be Figueroa walking forward, throwing in the body. It's an all star game. Navarrete just firing <laughs> uppercuts from six feet away. But damn, um, too bad it'll that. never happen. I love Ugh. to see that. I know. I think let's, both. Let's, I think both of them would beat Akhmadiyev. My opinion. I did too. He's hanging on to those other two belts, though. He's, yeah, I mean, he's supposed to have fought Raiz Salim already, yeah. um, who do you but think, hasn't. Who do you think? Who do you think Fulton fights next? Raiz is calling them out. I'd like to see Danny Roman. Both good fights. It looks like you would think Showtime was setting up him to fight Raiz Salim. Right. That's why they that's fought on the same like card. Yeah, twice now. Yeah. yeah, and that's a good fight. Yeah, it's a good fight. I favor Fulton. I do as well. Yeah. I think the Ro- the Roman fight's a good fight. Mm-hmm. I I would love to see him get MJ, but I don't know if that happens. I think Figueroa will just move up to one twenty six. He's such a big he's such a big kid at one twenty two. Yeah. Like go up to one twenty six, let yourself let yourself breathe a little bit. Him and Gary Russell's a good fight. Oh, of course, yeah, got, absolutely, yeah. That that's another one. There's going to be a lot of a lot oh, the, of offense. Oh, the first the Gary, the oldest Gary. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the WBC <laughs> featherweight champ, Mister Gary, Gary Russell. Russell. But yeah, there's fights to be made. I'd like to see that. Mr. Gary Russell and uh, and Brandon Figueroa. That's a good fight. That's a great fight. Yeah. That's a great fight. A lot fight. of offense, man. Yeah, buddy. Figueroa is not going to be in a boring fight. No. You know, just based on his style. Yeah. And it's just going to be a matter of, like we said, Stephen Fulton had to stand up to a lot because mm-hmm. that dude was just going to keep rocking forward. Mm-hmm. Um, really good instruction. I, I'm, I apologize. I can't think of his trainer's name, Fulton. I know his dad was in his corner, but... He said, hey, put him on his back foot. He doesn't fight well off his back foot. And yeah. in the beginning of that round, yeah. got out early, got yeah. on his got him on his back foot and, yeah. and did really well. So I he feel had like to. that was another part of the um of the fight that that really helped 
uh, uh, Fulton win was he got out at the uh, on you know at the end at the beginning of every round, yeah. and then there were some there were some rounds that ended closely, but the way that he was able to get out and control the beginning to the middle of every round, near the middle was when that stuff yeah. started to fall apart, yep. as it should. I mean, Brandon Figueroa is just not going to stop coming no. forward. I have to salute Brandon Figueroa. I, I don't know if I if I seen disrespect or like I don't care about the dude and, and think that he ain't got no skills or whatever, but I saw it all last night. Yeah. And with, with Luis Neary, I felt like it was a lot of Neary uh, really quitting in the, in the moment and and where he could have kept fighting. But moving for and then before that, just it was like Brandon just jumps on everybody. He over he overwhelms them and then fights over. In this fight, you could see there's there's method to his madness mm-hmm. and there's there's more skill involved than just him coming at somebody. And um, so I do I want I want to salute uh, Brandon Figueroa for that. I I thought that Fulton would just box step around box step around. And Brandon Figueroa would end up walking into something. It was not the case. Brandon's not going to give you that room to step around. He's not going to give you, even when you do step around, he's not going to give you the angle you want. Do you, you think know Steph I mean? could have more stepped around and created more distance? I don't think so. Because I were, think he fought there, the there, best there, I think fight. he'd have got overwhelmed there if he tried to outbox him. There, yeah. there were times where I kept thinking, I feel like you really could give yourself some air here. Yeah. yeah you really could just pivot off, you know, get get some space. I think that's the one of Because Brandon's one of those kind of guys that... Even though there's space, he's punching coming forward. Yeah. He's not really just closes down stepping the, at you. I think I, think I underestimate how good he closes, cuts the ring off. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. there were times where I was like, step, you know, just give yourself some air. And he, he doesn't couldn't. get, Brandon's not yeah. going to just give you the angle. He, he might be the most, yeah, even if he's just pawing, he's yeah. keeping something in your face. Yeah. Like, yeah. Boxer in the game right yeah. now. He's most conditioned. incredible. Has to be. God, over a thousand. Has to be. And it's not just over a thousand punches, he's throwing huge body shots. He's the aggressor, so he's throwing those punches and walking you down the whole yeah. time. But yeah, no, that that fight was kind of what we expected, and, and it delivered. It delivered. We were hoping it was going to be that, and, and it was that. I like yeah. I like how he switches when he gets in close too. Yeah, as a southpaw, I think I, he just wants every angle for yeah. body shots. There's no way you feel good waking up after fighting him. And again, I raised my hand. I I seen him switch and. Previous fights, I'm just like, okay, you're just fi- doing it. He's fighting because that foot ended up being in the, foot. <laughs> you know. That's funny. But in this in this fight, you could see where he was able to to use that back foot, bring it up forward, and and cut off the ring, and and prevent Fulton from even being able to roll off of the ropes. You know, nasty body shots. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Nasty yeah. They both body as tough too. as they come. Absolutely, last night, man. Yeah. They were. Both both proved that they are the top of the top of the game. Wouldn't mind seeing it again. At some point too, but I wouldn't either. I don't yeah. think we will just based on figure. I think moves up. I think Cool Boy Steph still got them some time there. Twenty two, but I think I tell you what, uh, you know, way one of the top five fighters in the world. Yeah, uh, right. I'd keep him away from Stephen Fulton. Ooh, not get crazy now. I would. Way. Nah, yeah. keep, keep Cool Boy Steph away from the they monster. Want that. <laughs> I love when they show them. Not monster. saying he couldn't beat him. Yeah, you know, but I, I wouldn't put it if you know. Unless there was some money on the table. Yeah. It's a different kind of fight. Yeah. Body punching. Preparation is just different. You know what I mean? And you got so much to prepare for with with Stephen Fulton. He's the kind of guy who can switch up his style and you just don't know which Stephen Fulton's coming to the ring. I wish they could get the monster in there at 22 against some of these guys. Like Cool Boy Steph, Roman, like the guys we listed, Mm -hmm. even Akhmadaliev. I think that's a good fight. Mm -hmm. Throw him in there. I think he beats him. Monster. 
being the winner, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think just getting him involved like is would be cool. But it's just something I'm planting the seeds boxing. for. I, they both got you know good yeah. fights for them in their divisions, but at some point, just do it. If Steph if Steph is a real natural 122 like you were at 47, mm-hmm. like he's gonna be there for a minute, mm-hmm. then I want to see that fight at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just not if I'm you know ways manager. But <laughs> I, want, I want cool boy stuff in Rigandale, but um, the Regolution lives on. No. They showed him yesterday. I don't know what fight on we TV. Were, what oh. fight were we watching? That was one eighteen yesterday. The Regolution was televised. Yeah, it was. They say it was somebody was fighting a one eighteen, and it said notable contenders. It was. Uh, it was and, Russell. Russell. Yeah, yeah. And they said Guillermo Regondale. Russell Jr. Jr. Oh, he was there. No, no, they showed notable contenders. I was like, Rigo. Showtime's so nice. Yeah. They're like, we, we, we're still going to put you on the graphic. Yeah. We're not that mad at you. <laughs> and, he's still, <laughs> and he's still beating a lot of guys. Meanwhile, I was like, you're still there? <laughs> yeah. oh, he's holding strong, baby. He's holding strong. Was he 18 and 2 in 20 years? He's Man, they slow played him. They're Crazy. rewatching the 04 Olympics. They rewatched the Donaire fight. They love Nonito. You're going to have fans yeah, that, that, that rewatch the Keith Thurman fight 27 <laughs> times. Donaire needed a map to get to Rigondeaux that night. He couldn't find him, but. Two fights this weekend, big fights. Who, yeah. start? Who yes. wants to start it? I'll start. Go ahead. Which one? Because I, I got to see Devin. Saturday first. Haney and Diaz. Go ahead. Uh, I'll be uh, covering that fight. Is Sean? Well, we'll get to that, right? If you're Ooh. covering it as well. We're waiting on the contract. Got it. <laughs> Allegedly. Get the numbers right, anyways. <laughs> um, get the numbers right, damn it. But uh, that's more important than anything I'm about to say. Ah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I got this, I got the privilege to see Haney spar. Um, think it was either this past Monday or the last Friday right before it, about a week ago. And um, I, I'm kind of known as a Haney guy, a guy who believes very much in his future. Um, and what I saw from him in sparring was a different fighter. I just saw his his skill set blossoming. Mm. I just saw him blossoming. He's all, he's gotten a lot better. He he got he got about. 50% better from the Gamboa fight to Linares fight. And I see a similar improvement from Linares to this. He really looked dynamite in sparring. Um, that's the best word I could put it is blossoming. Everything. And then and then really subtle, important things. I don't know. Maybe it's Ben Davison and his father working on it. But even really subtle, important things like his stance has has tightened up. Mm. His balance looks better. Mm-hmm. So it's not just blossoming in terms of, oh, he's got this new look with the right hand or he got this new tool in the box. It's even the important foundational this is stuff. base, the, the base, right. the bulk. So I'm expecting- Stronger. Right, the Love base. It, yep, the, his legs look stronger than yeah. ever. The boy is is growing into it. Yeah. So I got him, um, he's going to be a real welterweight one day. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. he's a big lightweight. Yeah. And so I'll say this, if Devin doesn't show out and, and, and look as good as I really think he's going to look against uh-huh. the top fighter in Jojo Diaz- I'll, I'll chill. <laughs> I'll chill a little bit because I'm very because I'm very confident based on what I saw in sparring. Although he's got a good fighter in his prime in front of him, that he this is the fight where Haney makes everyone a believer again, or if they never were a believer. I really believe dreams that. come true, and he say. the dream about to come true, and and he's. He's it, he's got great timing coming off of Lopez losing and fighting the night before Gervonta. So I'm expecting a big time performance from Devin Haney in this mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. He he looked tremendous and 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 JoJo's really good, but yeah. I just feel like 
Devin's length is going to be too much for him. Yeah. The, and, I believe that. And he knows how, like you did with Terrence, yeah. he knows how to throw that right hand against the southpaw. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm expecting a big performance. And then so, and then let's also, you've been basically watching, not really covering, but watching Devin since he's about 13 or 14. You right? and your father introduced me to him. He's about 13 or 14. He was 15. He was 15 when he started. So, I mean, je I'm just backing up yeah. the fact that you, you, it's like coming from Cleveland. Like, how am I not going to support the Browns? Yeah. Right. I don't care where I end up. Like, right. I don't care who they're playing against. I'm supporting the Browns. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of the same for you in the sense that you walk into these 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 community gyms, these gyms that are right here in your community, and you see something great. You're like, man, I got to support this kid. This this gate is going to be the next guy, you know? And I agree. I think that um, length, I think that skill, speed, I think that this fight is really on Devin's side and it's up to Jojo to go in the ring, be aggressive, be mean and disrupt every, any and everything that, that Devin wants to do to be comfortable. I, I really don't think that can happen. I don't. Um, but with that being said, I do think that this is going to be an exciting fight. Uh, I think that Devin's going to make it exciting. I think that Jojo's going to make it exciting. So, so I'm looking forward to it. I said it after Jojo fought Fortuna. And I'll, I'll reiterate it now. I don't think he wins a round versus Devin. You did say I think that. Devin shuts him you out. You said that. Yeah. yeah. I think, Devin, <laughs> yes, that's what you I think said. Devin shuts him out or yeah. stops him. I, yeah. He, Devin, is, JoJo is really good. Mm -hmm. he, he beats a lot of those guys at that weight. No question. I just don't see how he how he be, how he gives Devin trouble. It's crazy. It's like you should, probably shouldn't even say anything because you said it all before. Like body it's punching, like deja vu. Right like, now. Like, <laughs> like, like his body punching is good. He, he goes to the body well. He mm -hmm. did against Fortuna. He did against Tevin Farmer, Gary to an extent as well. Mm -hmm. He's got a really good foundation. Yeah, I just I think Devin is Devin's big. But then when we talk levels, his hands like, are gonna, his hands are so fast. And Fortuna was was piecing Jojo up a little bit with his hand mm -hmm. speed. And I think Devin's got. Exponentially faster hands yeah. than Javier Fortuna. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's a blowout. Yeah. Although KP told me once that uh, when he was helping get these kids ready for the Olympics, he said Jojo Diaz was the most technically skilled fighter I was coaching yeah. at that time. Yeah, that and, was the 2012 Olympic yeah. team. My dad was a part of. I think he done uh, two, if not three, international uh, trips with Jojo Diaz. And every time he came home, he was talking about Jojo Diaz. He was talking about Errol Spence Jr. and he was talking about um, uh, 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 Ramirez as well. Jose, Jose Ramirez, Ramirez right. as well. Those three guys. My dad was coming home telling me about. Did, pretty, he's had, pretty on the money. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah those were the three guys. My, I mean, my dad think uh, I think it was JoJo first actually, and then it was Errol Spence, and then it was Ramirez. When my dad's coming home and he's telling me about these. Young guys, I'm like, okay, cool, Dad. I'm glad you had you had a good time, and you know you getting this experience. But those were the three guys this, that he put. This, he I think, up I think you mentioned it, and you mentioned it. I think this is a statement win for Devin. I think we've seen good yeah. performances. Beats Gamboa. That was fight was just ugly, mainly from Gamboa's side. But this, we talked about um, we talked about uh, Boots Ennis. What is Boots Ennis? What what's Boots Ennis's next move? And you, you kind of need that signature win. Yeah. That that tells the world like, all right, let's back up off of this dude and let's give him what he's ready yeah. for. This is that fight mm -hmm. that it, as long as Devin performs the way we expect him to perform, the way I think he's going to perform, this is that signature win that says I'm ready for a belt. 
I've been through the fire and here I am. What's what are you gonna give me? And I'm ready for it now. Because you know I mean? JoJo by no means washed. Still at 28, 29. Oh, yeah, like, in his prime. In his prime still. Maybe he's a 130 pounder over 130, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. but I, I just think I don't I don't think I think it'll be difficult for people to poke holes in this. Yeah, no, like, you can't poke holes. There's in other this. fights where you're like, ah, that guy was washed. No, and, this is the one. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think he I think he destroys him. Yeah, this is the one. But Jojo, very technical, very good fighter. And like I said, beats a lot of guys at the weight. But yeah, Devin Haney is he's the dream. Yeah. Nah, Hakeem Olajuwon, that's that's the true dream. The greatest <laughs> dream of all time. But And yeah. uh, I got a call. The zone wants me to work that fight. So I think that's what he was indicating yeah, yeah, yeah. with the numbers. Damn, I can't say it again. Okay. Well, <laughs> if the number I they probably the have missed it. Well, if the numbers don't come back right, you're not gonna No, <laughs> the numbers will come back right. The zone come on, will Eddie. do the right um, thing. So yeah, it, it'll be it'll be a good time. Um, Jessica McCaskill's on the undercard. Mm-hmm. Montana Love, mm-hmm. Cleveland Zone, will be and he looked good in his mm-hmm. last fight. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll see if he can keep the keep the momentum rolling. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, boom, Tank. Fonte Tank Davis. This I dude. also saw him spar. Yeah, you may have. Oh that. yeah. We were talking. He says you're, you're, he comes over to me like a week later. He's yeah. like, so uh, <laughs> how hard would you really going? I said, I said, what you mean? He said. That was like good work. I said, yeah, he's a good boxer, you know. <laughs> You're retired now, so let's let's talk about it a little bit. Not not details. Tank is. I have a scorecard in my. Head. I said I I describe Tank. <laughs> that's funny. I describe Tank as one of the sharpest fighters I've been in the ring with. Yeah. What I mean by that is, you could see he's very intuitive. He's very um, very uh, uh, intelligent in the ring. He paces himself very well. He's very uh, confident in, in who he is and what he does. He's not going to be rattled, like, practically at all. You know what I mean? Um, the jab has got speed. He's got power. He's got strength. He's got dog. He is mm-hmm. literally, like, one of the sharpest fighters I've been in the ring with. He's he's the type of fighter Barry will yell something to him, and, and he'll make a quick adjustment. And it's, and it's one of those adjustments where it, it happens, like, on the spot. So, like, as Barry is finishing his sentence or finishing what he wants him to do, he's boom, boom on it. You know what I mean? So, just lets you know that the dude has uh, everything in and out of the ring. Like, to do, he is who he is. Which is which is very important to note because he's gotten kind of a stigma as just this huge puncher. That he's not, like, not the well, most technical skills. boxer, not the most skilled boxer. This is not me saying this. This is yeah, people yeah. saying this. yeah. Oh, he he was losing to Leo Santa Cruz and Barrios, and then iced them at some point. You're saying completely untrue. He's yeah. a very skilled technical boxer. I, I think his coaches and got him boxing to. IQ. I think his coaches got him to a point where, if the like his coach always says, we don't go in the ring for a knockout. The knockout, excuse me, It'll the knockout happen. just happens. <laughs> yeah. and the knockout just comes. I think that he's still, even though he is, he's he's been a multi champion now. I think he's still learning. And he's still growing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's going to come a point where we'll start to see him use more jabs to set up certain punches. And we'll see him boxing a little bit more than we're used to seeing him box simply to set up that knockout. I think in the past, especially, I think with uh, with the 140 Barrios, I think that he literally was not rattled, but just worried about the size. And I think he had to get in there and have that experience for him to say, oh, okay. 140s, 140 is nothing for me. You know what I mean? But he had to experience that for himself. I think in, in, a, in a rematch, 
He gets on Barrios much much quicker. He he's much more elusive, and the and the list goes on. Uh, I saw that even with me. He's very elusive in the ring. You know what I mean? Coordination. Coordination. Some of the best coordination. Yeah, in man. DC's there, finest. He's coordinated. Yeah, he's from Baltimore. They're going to kill you. Uh, yeah, they, you're right. They yeah. actually are. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a serious ba- Baltimore's finest. Yeah. No, you're Shout right. Out to more. Yeah. Um, lots of crab chips, but. Yeah. Yeah. Let me say real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I call I call California LA. Yeah. My my wife hates it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I call that area Maryland. I call Maryland DC. So yeah. my my bad. I know I know there's a difference. Yeah. You know? are, are there some similarities similarities between Tank and Bud? Yes. Yes. I think the 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 parallel that I was seeing in my head is that sometimes they they may not be technically doing exactly what they need to do, not what they need to do, but to be winning rounds, but they're setting something up. Uh-huh. And I think they're two of the best closers in boxing. It seems like Tank and Terrence both are the kind of guys that if something doesn't go the way that they want it to in that round, they just say, oh, okay, I'll get it in the next round. And they make a mental adjustment. They make a physical adjustment. They do something to really just make that next round or those next rounds what they need them to be and want them to be. It's nothing extreme and it's nothing and in a lot of ways it's nothing that their opponents can do about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it can that happen there were, either way. Yeah. I think that there were moments in the fight where I had with Terrence where I was looking at the, I was looking at him in his eyes and I could tell I could see in his mind I'm taking I want to take control. And like while I'm trying to take it away from him, he kept coming with whatever it was he wanted to do. And I, that's just something. That's a talent. It really yeah, is. It's something I, you can't IQ for both, and you can't teach that. You yeah. know. So, and it'll be interesting to see. So he fights Isak Cruz, who is not like we've seen with Leo Santa Cruz and Barrios, where they are bigger guys that this is fighting completely more, different, fighting on the back foot, box, yeah. trying to outbox him. Yeah, Isak Cruz is not that guy. Yeah, at all. Yeah, <laughs> he's the opposite. He's yeah. gonna be walking him down. It's gonna be interesting to see how Tank adjusts to that. It's gonna be interesting to see how Tank adjusts to that. I suspect he'll walk him right into something. I, I would mean, agree. <laughs> it's never, you, no matter how much you know power you got, it's not. It's it's always something coming your way when the guy's throwing heat like Cruz is, and yeah. he's gonna be coming forward. Yeah. He's more fundamentally sound than Romero was. I still think Romero was a more dangerous fight um, because his size and awkwardness. But I just think ultimately this guy's gonna walk into a bomb. The camp it, thinks you know, that uh, Cruz is the more dangerous fight. And I, and I agree. I, I agree because... You've been through more. Well, I think Cruz is just much more fu- fundamentally sound. Yeah. I think that Cruz has a higher work rate. And the fact that he's coming... Like, he's coming with uh, with more con- with a more conventional style, a more conventional approach, it, it gives... Uh, it gives... Um, tank. Tank. It gives Tank the opportunity to, to see what's coming but it's also it's coming with a lot of explosion and a lot of speed and quickness. I think with Romero, I think it was going to be more spurts, just more sporadic, just for shits and giggles, and because we've been wrong about multiple fights recently. Don't say we. Okay, even Spartan blood guy. <laughs> how does how does Cruz give him trouble or beat him? That's it. You you put something on. It's like the bully. Bully. You got to bully the bully. Okay. Just back yeah. him up, punching him in the face. No, I make it sound. I, <laughs> and the funny, the funny thing though, is the I, fight, punch him in the face. <laughs> in the I know I made it sound easy, but for Cruz, that is his type of fight. Yeah. So I think that work rate. I think that the work, work rate. rate. I think that stand on him, and then of course being responsible on defense is uh, is is key for Cruz. Have we seen Tank really 
really rocked. What's up, buddy? We just no. on every episode now. Yeah, no. Can we hear the Porter way? Yeah. Say it. I can't think of. There you go. Okay, out. You look good, man. You look like you're about to go on a yacht party. <laughs> this is this was church clothes for myself. Yeah, that looks it looks pretty sharp. You look like you're about to go on a boat and play bocce ball. Did you watch the fights last night, Shadai? Shadai was he was in and out. Yeah. All right, out. All right, bye. Okay, what's the question? We're what's almost the, done. Why are you dangerous? Oh man, I'm a dangerous man, ain't I? Woke up feeling dangerous. Hopefully, you're. <laughs> hopefully, the Browns have won by the time you're in this. But so, I mean, and let's end, let's end on this note. Have we have we seen Tank really hit with a big shot that I'm maybe not thinking of? Not in a pro, not in a pro fight. Yeah, I feel, but I feel like Leo landed some stuff that was that that didn't really necessarily rattle him, but well, got his attention. Well, Leo also is not. Known for his power. Yeah, very but, true. But have we seen anyone like, I'm trying to think of the Pedraza? Did he? Did no. Uh, actually, the Filipino fighter on the undercard at Mayweather McGregor gave him some problems. Um, Payana? Forenzas, I think was his name. Michael Forenzas. Yeah. But, I, I'm just wondering. Did, I mean, I don't think it happens, but it'll be interesting to see. Maybe another box we can check if Tank gets hit with some stuff. If he can take it, if he can take some of Tank's power and stand and deliver. That we got to fight. He said know? before. But I don't know if anyone. Like fire I think we got to fight. Yeah. We got to fight. This is going to be a good fight. He's a, Cruz is, is almost similar to Figueroa in that extent where he's going to keep coming forward. So there's not going to be a boring round yeah. where he's like, I'm just going to be on my feet this round and move around. He's yeah. just going to keep coming forward. Yeah. So I think I think Tech knocks him out. Fundora's back on the undercard. Always fun to watch. Tall guy doesn't use his doesn't use his height. Pisses yeah. me off. Chin, chin is totally out there, but yeah, he's chin, throwing heat. Chin's out there. He's seven three and and doesn't use his doesn't use his height. But what is it called a four three when you throw your your uppercut with and then follow it up with the hook? Yeah, some people call it a four three. He throws he some really good four threes. Time. I like that about Fundora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he throws some really good four threes. Gary Inchenko's back, but yeah, should be a good, good another good weekend of boxing. This last one was good. The main events didn't time up to cross each other which i felt good about one thing i was surprised about with javante yeah. we got to talk with him a couple of days ago for his media day i think it was the day before thanksgiving and when we asked him about sparring you i was surprised at uh how, how he said how much it did ass? for him no no no. That how much it did for him you know we on the exterior javante seems so confident in this killer and but he opened up and he said like i knew i could always be at that level mm-hmm. and when I got to spar Sean, it just mm-hmm. it just reiterated that to me. Mm-hmm. But I was it was kind of surprised at his vulnerability that he'd admit. I, you know, it sure sounds he, like he I got the ex- best of you, to be honest. I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought that he expressed that when he fought Barrios, right? And or maybe I saw and heard something that he didn't actually say, but it seemed like he was like. In a nutshell, it seemed like he was he literally legitimately was worried about the size, and if he could perform at that at that. That that weight class, and it wasn't until after the fight that he calmed down. Was like, I'm good at 140, and I think the same thing. I think being in the ring with me, um, we we were kind of tossing each other around a little bit. And, you he know, said you're he, strong as hell. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I was grabbing him up a little bit here and there, but but I think that when when you grab him and then he's able to get up out of it and all that kind of stuff, you answer things about yourself, man. And you know, boxing is just it's really it's a special sport. You know. Yeah, Phil Nisak Cruz is going to go to sleep at some point in this one. but Well, Tank says he feels like he's expecting the uppercut. Cruz is. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that was my first inkling. Was, you can expect You're going to come forward that, you know, and he said, nah, he's looking for that. Yeah. So 
You Maybe could, it's you, the body. You could be look. You could be looking for it, prepared for it, and <laughs> right. it's still not gonna matter when he. Barry Hunter out. brought in two guys for me to spar with. He brought in um, niche. Um, uh, was uh, it Kid Austin? No, uh, no, no. I did end up sparring with him though. Yeah. Um, uh, Shout out uh, to Barry, by the way. Right. One amazing of the, one trainer. Of the, one of the best boxing minds in the game. I, I'm, I'm losing great. his my, his name, and I know he's gonna be so mad at me because I know he was a scooter. Uh, uh-uh, no, the tall southpaw. Um, Nashi, Nashi, Nashi. Yeah, I don't know yeah, Nashi's yeah. last name. What's up, Nashi? But <laughs> Nashi comes in. Townsend. No, no. First no, day no. he's sparring with me, he's throwing a left uppercut. And dang, dang, dang. And when the sparring was over, I was like, okay, so now you got to be, you got, <laughs> you got to make sure that you're, you're aware of this left uppercut that's coming. And Forgot then, about that on the twentieth. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, um, because I'm going somewhere. With and then same thing with Tank. Tank threw some uppercuts, and I was able to leave a lot of the uppercuts um, that uh, that Tank had thrown. But he did land a couple as well. And it was again, it was like, yo, that left uppercut is coming. In the fight, the first left uppercut that came, it was like sparring, just right all over again. It's like, don't forget about that left uppercut, you know. So um, sparring is is necessary, and as long as you get really good sparring. You, you should be ready for anything that happens in the ring. So I'm going to ask you this. This is a juicy one. I don't know if you're going to be able to tell me the answer, but it was only 16-ounce gloves, right? But does he punch as hard or even harder than Crawford? He's de- No, no, I can't compare him to Crawford, but right. I, I, he's definitely strong. He's definitely strong and, um, and explosive, too. Explosive, too. You also said you're going to open the show with your favorite memory. So now I think you should close the show with your favorite memory. Ah, oh, damn. I wouldn't think about that. <laughs> Off the top. What's just like, um, somebody's like, hey, what was the best, you, your favorite moment as a professional boxer? In the ring? Yeah. In the ring, right? I, it, I'm i not sure what outside the ring would possibly be. Commentating? I got two. Okay. I got two. Um, I didn't, t- I, I never really talk much like during fights, but going back to Andre Berto. Somehow, some way, we got into some conversation <laughs> during our fights, you know. So that's that's one of them. And then the other one, I remember um, a move that I've been working that I've worked on for almost ever. Throw a jab, and then you pivot to the side. And same thing with, with Andre Berto. I threw the jab, and when I pivoted to the side, he tried to counter my jab with a hook and missed. And I ended up like completely behind him. And and I and I was like, woo, because I knew like. Had he not thrown a hook, he was like in perfect position for for the move that I had set up. Yeah. And once once it, it happened and all that, we came back together. He said, he said, yo, that was a good ass move. <laughs> I said, I said, I know it was, <laughs> you know. So those were those are two of my favorites. You were just having a good time in the Andre Berto. Fight. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought he might have given you like stock market tips because apparently Andre Berto's paid. Also, <laughs> Andre Berto, yeah. one of my favorite quotes to you. Back when Andre Berto was the guy. Yeah, man. I, I, we were in my parents' basement. I told Sean, Mar, what you do in boxing? Andre Berto will always be my favorite fighter. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. He was phenomenal Loved when he was on, undefeated. Love Andre Berto. Hope Andre Berto's doing well. I wonder what, I, I always wonder what would have happened if uh, that Shane Mosley fight would have went off. I man. think he would have won that fight. Man. And who knows? Maybe he gets the Mayweather fight instead of Mosley. Right. But we just, you know, yeah. right. always wonder. Shout out to Andre Berto. Absolutely. But, One yeah. of the best. Physical talents I've seen. Biggest he, traps in boxing history. Yeah. <laughs> he was a freak. Yeah. My dad said, I don't know how he ever made 147. Oh, my gosh. He, 
It, it, like the rest of his body is yoked up, but his damn traps, man, that dude, that dude's something serious. Bro. Now, yeah, like now you mentioned, it's like, wow, you stopped Andre Berto. Yeah, that's a great win. A lot, of, a lot <laughs> of headbutts and elbows. Recorded did anyone else Berto. stop him? A lot of everything. I know Guerrero, Ortiz, and Floyd didn't do it. What's his name? Did um, he's a Mexican fighter. I know he's, he he stopped Josecito. No, 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 no. Yeah, Berto stopped him. Uh, what's his name? Remember, he, co- he comes out trying Only to do we had a producer room. that could bring up this list. <laughs> no, that's, that's kind of supposed to be my right? job, and I'm not. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, I'm I sorry. bet you Iceman Scully would know. He would. John would know. I'm <laughs> now I'm, now I'm, now <laughs> he I'm would. Curious. I'm not going to lie. He, he would know. Sean Porter. Porter. Wait, wait. We're about to find no, out. I was right. No, it wasn't no. Robert Guerrero. They went the distance. Oh, oh, Jesus Soto Carras. Soto Carras. That yeah. dude fought everyone I'm shocked Soto he didn't Garab- fight Soto yeah, Carras yeah. or something. I was like, I don't want to fight him, but yeah. I think I'm going to fight. That, that dude, he, he just popped up like the boogeyman Marco all the time. Antonio Barrera got the better of him in yeah. an exhibition recently. That's how bad Barrera was. Man. Yikes. Yeah. Well. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back next week. What, we have more boxing coming up. Yeah. Just end it on the box. Can I keep the mic, though? Does he have to get the mic back? No. You don't okay, get good. Keep the mic. See y'all later. That's just the Porter way. What's up? I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Ant. Follow me on IG. Ant with two T's. This is the Porter Way Podcast. This is Anthony Brunal. And this is Carson A. Merck. Tell them what to do. Hey, like, subscribe, comment, follow, follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> subscribe. I'm from Louisiana. I'll talk with a B. Let's do all it. Right, Let's do it again. Let's all do right. it again. Just introduce yourself. Okay. And then tell them, and then you tell them what to do. Like, comment, subscribe. You're already, you're already here. <laughs> hey, hey, this is our outro. We're going to do it how we want to. I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Anthony Brenno. Carson A. Merck. Like, subscribe, comment. This is the Porter Way. <laughs> <laughs>